Or you'll never get us back there. No, it's fine. (laughs) Cats are great. We love cats. So the way this game works is... (laughs) The way this game works is that... um, your character is going to be someone who is like a a hero in a Conan type story. So that that sort of Hyborian Age type of sword and sorcery, high fantasy um, world. And you're going to have three attributes, and those three attributes are going to be represented by a D4, a D8, and a D12. And the way that works is. Um, the three attributes are warrior, sorcerer, and explorer. Warrior covers all kinds of fighting, and I'm reading for the book here. With any weapon, physical attempts to harm someone, knowledge of warfare, weaponry and armor, and social interactions with military types. Explorer covers any physical action that's not combat, climbing, running, avoiding, disabling devices, constructing makeshift tools and weapons, uh, interactions with exotic cultures, and attempts to influence members of exotic cultures. Sorcerer covers the use of book learning, deciphering script, resisting spells, academic debate, interactions with magical beings. Um, having a high sorcerer tribute does not automatically make you uh, a spellcaster. Um, magic in this game doesn't work the way it does in other games. Magic in this game is entirely story and lore based. And I'll explain how that works. Sorcerer, so basically you're going to choose, someone's going to, everyone's going to pick a D12, a D8, and a D4 for each of those things. If you put a D12, 12 in uh, Explorer, that means you're gonna you're probably going to be the thief or the or the face or something like that. If you put a D12 in uh, Warrior, it probably means you want to hit things with this big stick. If you put a D12 in Sorcerer, it gives you the ability to have really powerful lore rolls. Lore is an interesting mechanic in this game. Anytime any new information is revealed, and anyone can make Anyone can make a lore roll. The lore roll works this way. You roll your lore die, and uh, for if you hit a 4, which means if your lore is d4, you only succeed on a 4, you can add one piece of lore. And lore is just one fact about the world. So, um, you know, ah, you know, I say the tower is ruled by the demon Logoth. And... And then you make a lore roll and you get a four. And you say, who is known to be afraid of cats. Or, you know, whose only weakness is a vulnerability to cold iron or something of that nature. Like, or, as you can be as long-winded and as floral, and I encourage uh, being creative and floral. And, you know, pick, again, pick Sorcerer if you want to be telling the story, adding the color to the story. Uh, but each... Is the, at, you, at, plus, at four, you get to do one thing, and then every two above that, you get to do more. So if you roll an eight, you get three things. And you can only make a statement that has three facts in it at that point. So it's easier to make a longer-winded statement if you have more successes, i.e., if you want to do a lot of lore, sorcerer is the thing you can do. However, any time you succeed at something, um, you get to narrate based on the number of successes you have. So for instance, if um, I pick the lock on the ancient tomb and then so okay well roll explorer and since you're not competing with anyone else um, the target is always four and so you have a d8 and explorer and you roll uh, seven well you've beaten it by two well you've beaten it by three but you've beaten it by two which means that not only do you succeed at your task but then you get to say one additional fact and the 
the stench of the barrel whites wafts out, you know, and so now you've added the fact that there are barrel whites in there, so better be careful, that sort of thing. And you can you can sort of do anything you want like that. The other thing that you can do with Sorcerer, if you're solving a problem with Sorcerer and you succeed by more than two, or if you're making a lore roll, um, one of the things that you can do is and say, ah, you know, ah, I know about this, this swamp is... is, is infested with lizard men and then your lore could be um and their demon or you know, say so you get two two you 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 get two two pieces of lore you say and their their demon god can be summoned with a command word which being an initiative of initiative of some school of magic i know and that becomes a a thing that you can do later on you've introduced a spell that you know but it has to be specifically tied to that it has to have a specific like trigger or effect or something like that. So you'd be like, and then later on when you're fighting the lizard people, I summon their dark god with the blah blah blah. Okay, make a sorcerer, make your make your sorcerer roll again on a four plus you succeed, and you can narrate about what happens. So again, it's it's very much focused on, um, you know, that sort of that sort of thing. So um, that's really how it works. Uh, it should be, and this is not, we didn't do this correctly the last time we played, but it should be noted that the, it's not, that when you roll, it's not a task resolution so much as it's a conflict resolution, so if you, you're not going to be rolling again and again and again to fight somebody. You'll, you'll, you'll have an encounter, it'll go a certain way, and if one of you isn't killed, then the loser probably you know, runs off with his tail between his legs or something like that. But so it's not going to be... It's not macro rather than micro. You know, the problem is the text actually has examples of both, but I would prefer to go macro because the, the downside with micro is it turns into a dungeon crawl, which is what happened last time. Yeah, I heard about that. The players created a dungeon. It was a fun dungeon, but they created a dungeon of their own creation because everything was like, oh, okay, I rolled to hit that guy. This As pen a, is not working. Well, okay. not either. Any, there. Just like Obama, give up on me. <laughs> he said he was going to close Guantanamo, and his pen would be full of ink. <laughs> Look. <laughs> now, we've done a lot of things these last four years, but. <laughs> insultingly good impression. Hmm. It's probably best if we have one person who is a 12 in each of the stats. But if you all want to have 12 Sorcerer, go right ahead. It doesn't make a difference to me. So, um... So the idea at first is before you start, you have a vague idea of who your character is supposed to be. You know, it says here, are they a warrior from a distant land, an adventurer with a dark past, a student of mystical arts, or something else entirely? Um, so, you know... Keep, keep have an image of who your character is going to be in your mind, and just write down. So, um, so if each of you wants to give me like a two line elevator pitch for your character, and then give me what your three stats are. What What are you guys planning on doing as far as which stat? I'm because um, I'm willing to be any of these. I was yeah. an and, and again, time, do but. the thing you find most fun. So if you like telling stories or adding color, pick sorcerer. If uh, you what? If now uh, speaking of someone with a really terrible migraine, which what would be like 
for someone who's who. Uh, Do you need drugs? No, no, no. I have my drug. I already took. She's got a lot of cocaine in her system. <laughs> uh, what would be? What would you suggest for someone who's trying to kind of ease into it and pick things up? Because I'm having trouble absorbing all this. Okay. Um, well, actually, Will had said that you that he thought that you enjoyed these types of stories, like from a literary literary I background. I would actually, I would actually sort of expect one of you two to, to put D12 in Sorcerer because at that point you don't have to do a lot, but you can just tell stories. And that okay. could just be your involvement in the in the thing. You don't have to make a lot of. And now you're running and jumping, and you need to make a, a an explorer roll. Uh, but if you don't think you can focus well enough, you would always be twelve and warrior. I'm, I'm thinking. Maybe <laughs> like, I smash it. Because I'd be really happy doing a warrior or explorer. Just just in terms of, I'm just thinking of right now. Uh, probably it'll probably be better in like half an hour or so. But I'm thinking like I'm trying to get my creativity. Well, we can also just hang out and let the caffeine kick in before. I would not. Wait, because there's a possibility of it not working. And then you so just I'm just gonna die. keep on trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just try my best at what. Well, I hopefully, do. you won't die. Um, all right, you know what? But if you did feel better, would you would would? I don't want you to put a D4 in it and then be like, "And no, I can't say anything interesting because I only have a D4." So maybe throw a D8. Okay. You know, that's a nice compromise there. And so really, if we have a couple of sorcerer, I was thinking about it. Okay, I think Will is good for a sorcerer okay. in terms of. I was thinking of being an exotic sorcerer from the lands beyond the deserts. That sounds good. I assume there's a lot of deserts in this world. There's always a lot of deserts in these worlds. Isn't that crazy? It's, it's odd. Yes. Um, all right. Weird. So you're going to put a D12 in sorcery. Yes. Would you prefer warrior or uh, explorer? You were an explorer last time. Do you want to be a warrior this time? I'd like to try warrior. Okay, do it. I'll do an explorer. Perfect. All right. All right. Uh, and let's see. So who? Who? So you are, are you going to put sorcerer as a D? And after that, it doesn't. Now we have one of each. It doesn't really matter what anyone puts for the other things. But just tell me what you're putting for the other two. So I guess I'll do sorcerer D eight. And warrior before. So, what is your conception of your character then? Um, I'm thinking of a pretentious anthropologist type person in over their head. <laughs> I like that. The world traveler who doesn't expect to be doing a lot of fighting. Exactly. Can you please cap that if you're going to put it on the if you're going to rest yeah. it on the thing? I'm sorry. I just don't want any pen getting on the couch. All right, and what about you? Uh, for my other things, yeah. Um, the choices are D twelve, D eight, and D four. Mm-hmm. It goes down by two each time. All right, Caitlin, I'm sorry, it's I was... not by two. No, no, I mean by two <laughs> steps of die. So, so by four. Uh, what did you take? You had warrior as a D four. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have warrior as a D eight. Okay. Which means you have Explorer as a D4? Sure. Okay. And... Just to be different from... What are you doing over here? I'm doing D12 Warrior, D8 Explorer, D4 Sorcerer. So it's completely symmetrical. All right. Because you're D12, you were D4 Explorer? Or D4 Sorcerer. And so you're D8 Explorer? Excellent. (laughs) That is exactly how I hoped this would happen. (laughs) And now what is your conception for your character then? Um... 
I've only written so far, a pirate without a ship. Traveler <laughs> of distant lands. I like it. That's, that's what I got. A little swashbuckling. So um, now you've got two additional abilities, and guess what? D10 and D6. Remarkable. And these are... Um, define what makes your character special. So your uh, iconic abilities of the character. So the abilities should be reasonably broad areas of expertise... They say here that like making jewelry is too specific. Making things is a good is a good one. Good with my hands is another good one. Fighting is too broad, but brawling or two handed swording or warfare are, are good ones. Now, that is separate from being a warrior. Yes. So, for instance, I'm a warrior, but I'm a so swashbuckler could be my D10. And now, when I'm swashbuckling, which is a specific thing, okay. Then uh, when I've got my swash and my buckle, I'm 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 also rolling a d10 as opposed to uh, just the the other die. And sometimes when a die rolls low, so it's useful to have a second die to to back you up there. Okay. Um, but it could be something that isn't directly like bearing on one of your major things. But it should be something that you feel like could come into the story. When you make a lore roll, yep. Um, do you use any skills? With it, or is it always just sorcerer? I think it is. Uh, let me let me actually look that up. That, that there's. I was little... just thinking like a nose for booty or something, or something that, that's would per... be a neat thing. That, that is a neat. I was thing. wondering, but no, I was, but I wasn't remember sure that, that, would go that with... when you make your explorer role or you make your warrior role, right? Um, like if you're doing it to find treasure. Then you could roll in your nose for booty, right? You know, or nose for yeah, exactly. So I mean, I think that's <laughs> if you could, if you can make if you can make any kind of an argument that you ought to add that thing in, then just add it in. But um, so let's see. Uh, Would demonology be too broad or too no. narrow? I think that's fine. Plus, that means there will be demons. Yeah, that is one of the things. So I just put that in under my regular stats, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you can add, a, add that as either a D10 or a D6. So you get two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Lore rolls. Alright, and it's D10 and D6 for the skills? You can roll any... Uh, D10 and D6, yeah. So you can, roll, you can also roll any other appropriate abilities for lore rolls. So even if your lore is low, if you, it's something specific to your expertise, like, mm-hmm. you can make a lore roll about a treasure, and then you could roll that. Okay. So that actually is a good use of that. Yeah. And basically, the way it rolls is, there's three types of rolls, well, there's four types of rolls. You could either be doing something dangerous, you could be competing with somebody, or you could be fighting with someone. So, uh, dangerous is just you hit a d4 and uh, you succeed, and any two above that, you. Um, when you. Like, when you beat it, like, say I'm attempting to wrench open the portcullis, and that's a, that's a dangerous thing because maybe it's going to come crashing down on you, or you hurt yourself or something. Uh, and I succeed by two or more, I can add another fact about what my success means or what's beyond the portcullis, or I can call out a very specific thing. I can say I get a plus one. To some future thing. So, uh, 
A bonus which the, you claim must be for a single specific conflict, and there must be some way for the character to get that bonus from the conflict. For example, it, it's like uh, the dangerous thing you could be is trying to spot the enemy leader. You know, so I'm trying to spot the enemy leader in the, in the army camp without being seen. So, and then if I succeed by two, ah, and I see he's not on his horse, which means that I have an advantage fighting him on the ground, and then that's your plus one. But then you have to go and fight him on the ground. And then you can get that, you can get your plus one later. When you lose a conflict, uh, you can, you take an injury. Um, so that's part, as part of the consequence of the failure. Uh, it's typically a minor injury, um, and the way it works is that the way you get rid of an injury is to take a minus two penalty on a, on a roll and describe how the injury hampers your ability to do that thing. So, for instance, say you've taken an injury, you've got bruised ribs, and you're saying, oh, I try to hang on to the side of the horse, but my bruised ribs are, are you know, banging against the side of the horse, and so you take a minus two penalty... And once you've narrated that into the fiction, the injury goes away. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, if you have three injuries, then any further injuries will take you out of the scene completely. So that's that could be anything like death, or it could just be you're knocked out or something like that. It just depends on how you want to play this. So the idea is that you want to be angling for ways that you can get rid of your injuries, right? Um... But if you have injuries, you can always describe yourself gritting your teeth and burying it somehow, and how it doesn't give you the minus two, and the, excuse me, the injury persists. Um, so there's summaries here for all these things, and I think it, it, as we sort of go on, it's it's again, I've I've run this before. I just sort of refreshing my mind about how this all works. Um, so does everyone have their two uh, additional abilities that? Well, if you want to say that, so navigating um, could be your D10, and since you also have a, um, a D8 sorcery, do you have some sort of a magical background or arcane or something like that? Um, I could see my person having a background in... Um, like... A, cultural, like, ritual stuff from, um, if they're an anthropologist. Um, I'm trying to think of how I'd skin that, uh, how I'd say that. Um, Any way you like. Could ever be anthropology. Yeah, I'll just put that. Yeah, that actually, anthropology is <laughs> great. You actually, can use that for all sorts of things. I said that could be your D10, too, in, instead of your, the other one, you just pick. But I already wrote navigation down Okay. <laughs> Anthropology, so whatever you're like attempting to communicate with people who don't speak your language or learn their learn their ways and their and their rituals, <laughs> you get to roll an extra die. Now I have a question for mm-hmm. you. So I'm a wizard, and I want to harm someone with my magic. And I have declared I know this guy's weakness. He's weak to being torn in half by reality being broken. I know that spell because that's what I like to do to people all day. You you don't you don't have like the eye cast fireball. It's like a, it's it's more like think of the magic that's in the the Robert E. Howard type yeah. books. It's like, um, you know, it's like 
I know the words of power that, you know, can... Did you pick demonology? Is that what you yeah, do? Yeah, that was one of the ones I had. Yeah. I know the words of power that will that can summon a demon who can rend his flesh. Mm-hmm. And you've declared that as part of a specific scene in which you've done lore where he is, like, a topic, you know, that's relevant, like... The first time that guy's introduced, you'd have to... Or, or the first time it seems introduced, oh, this is a place of power of this particular demon who can blah, 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 blah. But it, it should be specifically tied to the specific setting or the specific person, and you have to introduce it as part of a lore as soon as that piece of information comes into the story. Okay. You can't just be like, and I know how to cast Fireball. You know, you can't do that. So mm-hmm. it, make it as sort of, like, cinematic isn't the right word. As sort of like, like focus on the style of how you do that. Um, in terms of, I know you haven't read much like Robert E. Howard, but you've read a lot of Lovecraft. Yeah. Oh, exactly and the same. Howard yeah. and Lovecraft. They were buddies. Yeah, their their lore actually overlaps with each other. Okay. Numerous so, times. So I know the exact kind of so magic you know I'm, what, I'm yes. dealing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking if I want to do combat magic at all. What I would be looking for are places of power or people of weakness. Yeah, it's it's and specifically the more you can tie it to the specific setting, like like I said, the example I have in the book is like, you know, the lizard men worship a demon, but I know the word of power that calls the demon, mm-hmm. so I can you, I can call it up against them in in a fight. So that's the only time that you're able you will use magic to fight. Mm-hmm. So for example, let's say I. We roll into Lizardman territory, and I get two successes on my lore. Mm-hmm. And I say, I know that they worship a demon. So that's one. And I can summon that demon. I know the word, yeah, I know the words of power. I know that. I, I have a scroll <laughs> that I brought with me for just this occasion. <laughs> I understand. Or you could even, like, find a scroll, right? Um, can you? And, or no? Oh, and there's a... <clears throat> See the other thing too is you can just I mean this the game is, is a little bit of a, a, a bit, little bit of Calvin ball because like you just say and I have the words of power that can destroy anything here, but you can say <laughs> and there is a gem buried deep within this swamp which holds the power which you know which unlocks the power of their of their demon lord mm. you know and then then it's now you've changed it from let's defeat the lizardmen let's let's find the gem which helps us defeat the lizardmen once you get that once you're Explorer or your fighter gets his hands on the gem, he can toss it to you, and then you can be like, and I summon the demon. Mm. So, it, the more interesting you make it, the more. the more interesting it's going to be. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, I know a spell that just causes the lizard men to die. Ha, I win. We've killed the lizard men. That's one less blood element. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Does everyone have now have their, their, their D10 and their D6 trait? Okay. There is one last thing, and that is a D20 trait. This uh, is the die that goes along with it. The 20-sided die is the most powerful and important trait the character has. The D20 trait should be a single word that defines how the character acts most of the time. It should be a way to bring your character... Oh, sorry, a way of being that your character can demonstrate or act against in almost any scene. When choosing traits, make sure it's a way of being that will come up reasonably often. Kind to animals is too specific, but kind-hearted or uncivilized or cautious or pacifist or coward or hero are great um it should be something that you think is interesting to explore in the game uh the, they, they give a list of suggestions 
in addition to the ones I mentioned, callous, cold, human, mercenary, detached, faithful, fatalistic, civilized, cerebral, loyal, melancholy, vengeful. The idea here is that if you go through an entire scene and you've acted in accordance with your D20 trait, uh, which means you don't get to roll it, um, you get a bonus going forward that you can use in a subsequent scene. Uh, It might even be a re-roll. Um... I'm trying to remember what it is. I can look it up. Uh, but once per scene, you can go against your d20 trait. You can betray your nature, which allows you to roll a d20 as part of your roll. Oh. Yes. But so only if you once, go with it, you get your you get a bonus or a reroll to. I think it's I think it's a, it's it's for a later scene. I'm trying for a later to. Scene. Yeah, but if you if if you go against it, uh, you you get to roll a d20. So it's sort of this interesting tension between, um, I don't know, I'll find out what the, uh, no, there's no S20 in here. I have to remember to put my password in thing before I forget it. It's what? Mm-hmm. Do you have a password? <laughs> Do you have a password for being a cat? It's you password one. It's a terrible password. Oh, yeah. You get a, you get to, you get to make a, a reroll token. Uh, you get to take a reroll token or a reroll marker in some subsequent scene. Yeah, and it, so the tokens can then be used at any time to reroll any dice you just rerolled. You just rolled. So, so I don't like my roll. I roll four dice. I didn't like my roll. I'm gonna roll four dice. Okay. So for example, we're walking along, and mine is greedy. Yeah, and there is a caravan of people who are looking for help. And I say, we'll help you for half. <laughs> yeah. that's Then you'd be going along with your trade. Then I'd be going along. But if you them. selflessly gave them some money mm-hmm. to 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 uh, address their plight um, as part of, like... that, Or if you went to, like, for no reward, you went to fight the monster that was terrifying mm-hmm. them, then you could roll your d20. But in order to do that, I would have to bring up the fact that I was specifically not being... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, and the thing is, if you get to the end of the scene and you uh, you've got nothing to demonstrate, uh, you, you've done nothing to, to to do with or without your D twenty, you don't get the token. Mm-hmm. So you should demonstrate your trait to get the token, or go against it to get the D twenty. But to, if you can't work your characters, and again, this has to do with the, the very Lovecraft or Howard, very one dimensional characters, basically. <laughs> you know, it just sort of makes it easier to characterize since it's such a short form game. You know, so um, does anyone want me to go back over the list of traits, or does everyone have an idea of what their trait should be? I like cerebral. Cerebral is good. Would it, would it have to come from that list? Like, could I pick greedy? You can only pick greedy. Greedy's great. Then it shall be. I'm you greedy. Rude. No, I'm rude. Ah, yes, rude. Yes. So if How you're rude. so if you're gracious, you can roll your d twenty. <laughs> That's actually going to be tricky to use. You know what? It, it actually would probably be fun on explorer rolls, like talking to people. That, that was kind of what yeah. I was thinking. Was that'd be like if you I, really needed to schmooze someone? Yeah. I'm like, look, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I like that. Help me, help you. So you've got cerebral, greedy, and rude. Okay. So. The last thing to do, because we're almost ready to go, is to draw a map. 
So the way the map works is this. We decide what the scale of the, the thing is. There, we a map could represent a single building, a map could represent a city, a map could represent a continent. Okay. Um, can I get a, your yeah. magazine? Oh, you want to... Yes. Ah, totally. For uh, that piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Wrong way. I'm going to move this temporarily. That's Diddy Kong Racing, actually. So, what you will do is, on the map, you will take your pen, and you will draw, you will write your character trait. Um, First of all, let's let's determine the the scale of the map. So, do we want a, a, a single building, dungeon, city, country, either continent, world? The world is too big. I think so too. I think building is too small. I, I think city. I mean, that's what we did last time. And so we didn't really explore it that much, but that's because we jumped into a dungeon. I think a city makes like some sense. A province or something. Well, maybe the city in the outlying area. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what you're going to do is the following. You can just push them off. It's fine. <laughs> um, on the map closest to you, and I assume we're going to put Caitlin here and Will here, write your like word that describes your dude. Now, basically, you'll just take turns adding things to the map. And the way it should work is things that you just draw whatever you really draw, whatever you like on the map. Things that are close, things that are closest to your, like, so for instance, things closest to greedy should represent things that embody greediness. Things furthest away should embody things that are not greedy. And vice versa. Things that near, near cerebral should, should, you know, be things that embody cerebral qualities and things far away should be, you know, things that are not cerebral. So, um, and so, you know, I guess each of you can take a turn just adding whatever you like to the map, drawing whatever you like on there, make it as artistic as you like. Um, go ahead. So, let's go first. Oh, it's going to be super unartistic because I don't know how to draw it. But, there's... A brothel somewhere across from Cerebral and right between Rude and Greedy. <laughs> <laughs> the Palace of Flesh. A brothel. <laughs> well. There here, deep in the heart of Greedy, is the the royal treasury. Mm. Many a thief has tried, but none of them seem to make it to trial. Is it EY? Just water. Just water. Okay. What you laughing at me for? Spewing. That's why the, it was actually the royal treasure. <laughs> the thieves didn't realize. Ah, uh, it doesn't actually have any money in it. No. <laughs> treasure. Treasure. Is that a word? No. Oh, okay. 
But it sounds like it should be. It's a very insubstantial building. The ghost building. That'd be cool. This is wrecked by Cerebral. This is... The ghost of the ghost uh, It's the university. <laughs> uh. There's supposed to be columns, but I can't think right now. So I'm just gonna draw something that looks like they, I don't even know what the hell that is. It's it's a <laughs> university. It's a good name for the city. Words on Buildingsville. That's how it looks so far. (laughs) Called the Lion's Den. It's not quite on the Silk Road, but it is at the mouth of it, or this world's equivalent. What? Trading Hub. I guess we should write that somewhere. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, keep going, doing that thing. I'm going to hit the bathroom over at that. Alright. You got another building, Duncan? Yeah. How about... The center of government should be right next to the the rude. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. I don't want to just, like, overload my own place. It could be between rude and cerebral. Code it. It's it's where all the... Oh, no. There's already a place for that. Because then it'd be the opposite of greed. Yeah, that wouldn't work at all. It's tricky. Yeah, this this whole map thing's tricky. Um, Gosh darn palace of flesh. What about it? What about palace of flesh with an... You know what? It's an annex to the, uh, <laughs> the capital. Capital? <laughs> it's just attached right there. They started off as separate buildings, but it got inconvenient. <laughs> they just kept getting closer and closer together until the politicians were onlookers. <laughs> um, let's see. looks like a butt. That's terrible. You should have put that on the, uh... That doesn't look like a butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not a butt. Like a wall sphincter or something. Well, that certainly is <laughs> more accurate. That was... That's, like, uh, my favorite thing about, uh... Not really my favorite thing, but about Borderlands was at the beginning when the robot was like, WALL SPHINCTERS! <laughs> and then was like, I'm sorry for saying wall sphincters earlier. I do that a lot. <laughs> and then, like, now every time Wendy's like, where did all those 
Vandersnatches. What are they called? Bully mongs. Where did all those bully mongs come from? And I'm like, the wall sphincters! <laughs> you gotta watch out for those Because <laughs> they're there, too. They That's are. That's what's so disturbing about it. They, they, that surely they're is right what they there. are. And part of the key here when we're building the map is to make sure these are places you'll actually want to go. That'll be interesting, and not just places on a map to have, to have places on a map. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The stock market hub. <laughs> <laughs> is that where all the, like, ancient day traders hang out? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I have wood for sheep! <laughs> I think it's a lot of slaves and silk, mostly. Uh, not my day trader. Not the one I hired. He's got wood for sheep. This is settlers of Catan. I know. And then in the middle, what goes in the middle? Tower of Pain. It's Risen Tower. You can go next to the Palace of Flesh. I have one. What's between? Go ahead. Okay. Right between Cerebral and Rude. And near the pit. But definitely between Cerebral and Rude needs to be an adult bookstore. <laughs> yeah, what? I like this medieval town. <laughs> the, uh, what was interesting was uh, in, in uh, the, the uh, one of the early plays that I heard about that people talked about and they put a tower of skulls on the map. You know, or a tower of singing skulls or screaming skulls or something like that. And of course they had to climb it. And the whole time those damn skulls were screaming. That sounds so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> because you can have that sort of wacky shit in a game like this. No boss. All of my cats like tortilla chips. I think it's because they're salty. <clears throat> so, alright. Uh, is everyone satisfied with the map or do we need to put more stuff on it? We're pretty okay with it. Alright, so the big question then becomes I'm going to assume that you guys to make it a little more interesting, I'm going to say maybe you guys aren't from this city which would make sense because we've got travelers and anthropologists and wandering warriors and the like so why are you all here and why are you together? Oh wait, let's have a name let's come up with names for each person for each person I am Karl Soth, the sorcerer from beyond the sand you are. That is my name. <laughs> I'm Eric the Headsman. <laughs> Vanderslice. <laughs> Christian Vanderslice. Christian Vanderslice. Christian Vanderslice. Vanderslice. Do you do that because there's a musician named John Vanderslice? Or? There's no John, it's Christian. Yeah, when you first said it, you were like Christian. Chris John Vanderslice. Christian is there's a guy who a, a patient who comes in whose name is Christian, but he calls know. it he says Christian because he's Christian. Yeah, he's he's actually Icelandic. Oh, uh, but how unfortunate! You know what they say about his that? last name is Thor. Is that not badass? What Christian what? Christian Thor? I don't even believe that. No, not I believe badass. It. The Icelanders are old school, dude. Yeah, yeah they have. They, they have. Do not frick around. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's John Von. So you're carrying on in your general tradition Actually, playing dudes. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I usually play women. 
Fonder Slice. There you go. It's German spelled now. <laughs> well, you, you didn't change the gender, just the spelling of the name. It's the last name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you spell it like it sounds. Yeah. So, uh, so why are you all here? <laughs> what brings you to this, uh, what brings you to Lion's Den? Grad school! <laughs> oh, master of booty, and I heard there was some magnificent booty to be had in this town. <laughs> of various types. I yes. heard tales of the pit where dark sorceries were cast and terrible experiments were wrought. That sounds interesting, too. What in on it. But first you must arrive to the lion's den. And you arrive... Well, I suppose most trade comes in by the stock market hub then, doesn't it? Should be. Seems reasonable. And uh, you must uh, gain legal entry to the city. Hmm. Because the emperor does not just let anyone come in. This is a place where a lot of trade comes through, obviously, and at any point I say a thing, you should be making a lore roll to tell me more about these things which I'm making, saying, saying things. All right. Well, uh, should I make my roll and then determine the thing? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, so I'm I making will, a lore roll about... I'm making a lore roll about the decree of being a closed city. Five. One fact. All right. It's a closed city, but one can buy one's way in. Would you like to make a lore roll about anything that was mentioned? I'm... What do you roll for lore? You roll... Well, you're a d8, I think, so you roll Mm -hmm. your d8. It's sorcery, though, right? Yeah, sorcery. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Lore's... So lore sorcery, you can add another die if it's appropriate. I'll make a lore roll. I fail. Eh. <laughs> but you're gonna try. One and four out here. It's a five. You can say one thing. Don't buy your way in with gold. They have too much of that already. You must buy your way in, but it is not gold that they seek. <laughs> Interesting. The guards at the the gate of the lion's mouth, we'll call it. And again, anytime you want to make a lore roll, just do it. Uh, eventually you roll that four. <laughs> Every time you use a noun, I can just go for it. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, stop you and speak to you in a strange foreign tongue. Are we together right now? Yeah, sure. Okay. I assume you all came in on the same caravan. That foreign tongue is... It's an ancient cult that worships an elder god. They speak that tongue. How much is it eight, by the way? That's three. Three. Um, That elder god is Darmok, the god of... Write that down. Antonagra? You write it down. You have the working pen. But that's pen. two things. Oh, okay. what, <laughs> is there another one that doesn't work? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Um, <clears throat> it's Darmok. Darmok is a god of fertility, 
and of poor tidings, uh, which has its great feast day on uh, the day of first day of fall, which you celebrate by getting pregnant. You know what? Being unhappy about hearing it. The news. Stoning a virgin. Sure, um, and that's coming up. All right, Excellent. we'll say. Uh, which you know through your studies because you're right. a scholar. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that it, despite the fact that whether or not they're, they're, the people of this town speak the tongue of the cult of Darmok, um, you're still going to have to interact with this guard who is speaking the tongue of Dar- Darmok. So would someone like to... I'll do it. For the realm of gods and cults is mine. Or is that exotic? This is this is exotic. This is uh, mm. this is explorer. Then that will that will not right. be me. <laughs> but um, you know, you now if you have two things that apply, you have uh, and remember your traits. Um, if you so this is actually you interacting with the guard. So if you have if you have two things that apply, you can roll two <clears throat> dice. The guard is a a large man in bronze armor with with uh, with a with an enormous scimitar in his hand. And he he looks at you threateningly and says something in a language you don't understand. <laughs> Would you like to? So yeah, okay. Um, I'm so this is this is a this is a dangerous. You know what? Actually, this is a comp. This is this is a this is a, no, this is just a, a dangerous situation. Why did you hand me a D10? It's not a D10. That's a D12. That would explain why you handed me one. That's true. So if you are the exploring type. And you might want to say something to him. Uh, do you have, you have a D twelve in Explorer? Mm-hmm. And do you have any other uh, die traits um, that, that are relevant here? Probably cerebral. I probably know learn the language. No, that's oh, that's that's the... you 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 want to you want to play along with that to get the bonus. Mm. But you know, like if your anthropology, and, yeah, so you that. can pull up a D six as well. Where's my actual D six? Just here. Uh, I just had him like here. I've got more sets of dice, but actually, yeah, I can I can throw okay. out another set um, here. All right. So the three is insufficient, mm-hmm. but the ten is more than sufficient. So you have uh, four. You have success plus three facts or bonuses that you can declare. Okay. So um, f- you. Know, no one shall pass without paying the appropriate toll. The appropriate toll is an is a very nice compliment. Um. <laughs> so that's your success, but you have to compliment him. Mm-hmm. So, what do you say to him? You have very large muscular arms. I do. <laughs> but your your words have earned you entrance to the city of Lion's Den. Ah, and now three things. Okay. They can be facts or they can be specific and, things you'll have a bonus for later on. Um, what are they specific to? It. What are they specific to? Well, you, you, so, for instance, you could say, and... And my mastery of the language gives me a bonus when I negotiate for purchase of a valuable item. Or it could be like, you could even introduce facts. And now that I'm entering, I'm actually here to do this, and I'll have... Um, Now that I'm here, I'm actually here to work on my master's thesis at the university. And through my work there, I know that the best place uh, to go here, if you are new in town... Is to um, the whorehouse, um, and that's good. Um, 
They also only take compliments. <laughs> uh, actually, the, the third thing, you cannot pay them that way, unfortunately. They demand gold. <laughs> Convenient. What about hybrid payments? <laughs> um. You must pay them a compliment to enter. Half now, a compliment later. <laughs> Something catch. Ooh. Something catches your eye. Because you do have an, an eye for booty, a nose for booty, a head for booty. I'm a master. You're a master of booty. booty. <laughs> a chest. Oh, unattend, really? Unattend, uh-huh. Unattended. It's attached to a woman. <laughs> and full of gold. Right, that's, that's two things. <laughs> it's attached to a woman. <laughs> so a, a magnificent chest catches your eye. An exotic beauty. Uh, her, her face veiled but her chest largely exposed and not particularly filled with gold except for a very very fine necklace oh. with an occult symbol you got four first you get two dice for that alright because uh, I'm going to go with demonology here that, that seems appropriate alright tell me a story and remember, you do only pick the higher one. So yes, oh yeah. Tell me a story about one thing. All right, that is a cult of Darmok necklace, and it is very valuable. That very valuable, you say? Yes. What do you? You know what? That's not true at all. Anthropology. That's no, I need a d six. So you want to roll the d eight too? You just get that for free if you're making a lord. Neither those are d eight. Let's see, it was the it was the cult of Darmok. And uh those are bad luck charms in that um it's it's not really so much put puts good luck to the wearer but bad luck to everyone around them. <laughs> um How horrifying. It's made from the uh see you have a lucky rabbit's foot. So um from the dried testicles of a rabbit. Like a gold chain, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if the rabbit's foot is lucky. How lucky are his balls? Not lucky for the Unlucky. Rabbit. Yeah, because the, the rabbit is dead and it got his balls chopped off. <laughs> Precisely. It's a fertility cult. Not very lucky for the rabbit. It is a fertility cult. Yes. I like that. So so the woman is, is uh, she's just standing there uh, looking statuesque against the uh, windswept vista outside the gate. Do any of you want to do anything about this? Uh, I do, if no one else does. Go ahead. Proceed. What would you like to do? I walk gracefully up to her. I'm going to need a translator. Or you could... Tra- you could uh, uh, Explorer. You could, you could test your Explorer metal. See, uh, you speak the, the tongue of the cult of Darmok. Sure. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it once and never again. <laughs> do I speak the tongue called the Darmok? No. No, I do not. No, and not only do you not, but you are cursed by her medallion. <gasps> That's an injury. You're just cursed. <laughs> cursed, you say. Nice. How unfortunate. <laughs> you are under a, a pail of bad luck. She sees you eyeing her medallion or her chest, either one. Probably a little both. And makes a vicious face. 
I thought she was veiled. She's veiled. Well, we can tell. Is it? It's that angry a face. <laughs> She's got a really long nose. <laughs> Sorry, she is veiled. No, no, she, 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 she makes a, she makes a gest, she makes a, she makes an accusing gesture. And her compatriot, a large, large, large eunuch, <laughs> Kyle Gas. Oh, gee. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, in year, in year one, one, Kyle Gas from Tanisha's D plays a eunuch who carries <laughs> a, a wonderful, wonderful. Eunuch. He's got that that sort of muscular but sort of fat body that a lot of eunuchs have, eunuch warriors have, like a neutered cat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I walk up and say, "Pardon my ugly friend. <laughs> that is a very beautiful chain you have around your neck." You cannot have. But I, I didn't want to keep the chain. I just wanted to, you know, let you know how it contrasted with you. He sort of gives you a quizzical look. His grasp of the language isn't all that good. Oh, Me, no understand. How it contrasts with her, rather. You see, a beautiful chain on such a hideous woman. You insult her grace. I, I just assumed that was why she was veiled. She is veiled for modesty. Modesty? Of which you clearly have none. Whoa. I have modesty for days. <laughs> How can I demonstrate to you the depths <laughs> Of my modesty. <laughs> my scrawny friend. <laughs> <laughs> now he just knows you're trying. <laughs> ah! um, he has a d6 in uniking. He is attempting to harm you. <laughs> okay. That's so. Placing eunuch over another person. <laughs> I want to. What? So, uh, this is an opposed thing, right? This is a, the, so this is actually a, 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 a <laughs> physical contest. It's actually fighting. So he's trying to hurt you, and you're trying to hurt him. So you should use whatever... He's coming at you with a scimitar. Whatever your... Uh, whatever appropriate... The warrior plus whatever other skills are relevant. Mm-hmm. And you should roll. Alright. I pull out my cutlass. And attempt to disarm him with my flourishing and spinning my blade in circles. So you're better at this than we are at Mr. Rope Gate stuff. <laughs> Buckling swashes. Buckling swashes. I'm a buckler of swashes. Oh, oh, a swash. It's been unbuckled. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. You wore your swash to work. That's a one. A six. So, um, you will each harm each other unless you spend one success prevent him from harming you. So let me actually tell you what the rules for fighting are. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. It's an opposed role. You each compare your highest dice. Both characters get their intent in a fighting conflict and may inflict injuries if that was their intent. That was his intent. Your intent was to disarm? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, you succeed and you disarm. He succeeds he harms you. However, one of the things that you can do with additional successes, of which you have two, since he mm-hmm. rolled a one, is to block his intent. Okay, so I actually... So I get... The DC, as it were, is his role. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. 
So he gets a one. So you have a six. So, so you beat him by five, which means you have success plus two. Success plus two. Uh, okay. So here's the things you could do. Um, you 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 will succeed at your intent, which is to disarm him. Mm-hmm. With the with the two additional successes that you got, you can uh, note a fact about your success. Describe how you're going to get a plus one to some future thing that's related to this contest. Take out a, a minor character in the conflict, although admittedly, since he's uh, already well, no, he's actually you could actually take him out. Mm-hmm. Probably means either kill or disable him. Um, right. Injure a major GM character in the conflict. There aren't any. He's mm-hmm. just a eunuch. Uh, you could you could take out the woman or injure the woman if you like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll disarm the eunuch and kill the woman. <laughs> uh, but I mean, one a fact about your success could just be like, and I grab the amulet or something like that too. And one of the last thing you can do is block the losing character's intent. So his intent was to harm you. So if you don't want to take harm, you need to spend one of your successes, to okay. one of your additional successes to to block him. Okay. Well, I will. So I block his block his attack and fling his sword, spinning off spinning into off the dirt. Spinning off into the dirt. Yes. And then. <laughs> I say, thank you, ma'am, and grab the amulet, <laughs> and shove it in my pants. So you blocked his intent and stolen the amulet. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> she shrieks in, in disgust, and, 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 and you know, as, the, the, as the, the guards sort of look on and chuckle at the door. Um you now have a amulet made of gold and body testicles. In my pants. In your pants. Well, it's a good place to keep balls. So I will attempt to remove that from you forcibly. Okay. <laughs> Can we make this a contest instead of a instead of a fight? Yes. Okay. So I'm not going to yeah, try to kill how, you. How about this? Because I actually wanted to taunt you a little bit with it. So instead of shoving <laughs> oh, like it down that. my pants, I. I'm being Kikuchuyo or whatever his name was from Seven Samurai. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> I've got my testicles on to, a string. You're like, going to try to wrest it from his grasp. I, I've I got have. balls and you don't. <laughs> no, this, this is what we balls. call a competing uh, <laughs> conflict. Um, in a competing conflict, which are you know less dangerous. Um, so um, so. Can I uh, do a lore roll? About my testicles? Yes. <laughs> no, because you should have done that when the amulet... In fact, you did do uh, that when the amulet was first introduced. I did, and I did not roll yep. very well. There you go. Alright. Now you you understand the limitations of the rules. You can't just come up with lore at, at mm-hmm. any time. So, you must both roll a post. Um, this seems like Explorer. Yeah. Because it's not a... a it's not fighting per se, but you can continue. You could use anything else that you think is appropriate for this for this for actually trying to rest it away. I actually don't think there's uh, unless you can master booty. I mean, it is booty, and I do have it. I am master of it. He says makes sense. If, if you're willing to allow him, then you get you get to roll explorer. I, I know. I know. It kind of comes off as like a two in one. But no, no, that's or, fine. Okay. If, if he's okay with like, it, then you should roll Master Booty and you should roll your Explorer. Yeah, is it, that's actually oh, <laughs> I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> and I roll Explorer also, or just Master Booty? Explorer and Master Booty. Okay, so 
But I'm Prepare being greedy because I can't allow you to have such a beautiful object. Oh, balls! <clears throat> Boy! <laughs> so here's the thing. In a tie, the player acting most directly wins. Uh-oh. He grabs it from you. But nobody gets to declare what? anything. It's beautiful. I'm sorry that he took this from you. Um, gonna make a... What? What is this? Five, uh, an anthropology about this. Uh, roll your lore as well. Okay. Wait, uh, the, what, what is about, about what? About the exchange of of amulets. Oh, is there something about that that Mm -hmm. you want to say? All right, go ahead. And and Uh since this this is the first time the amulet's actually been exchanged, why don't you roll? You need to roll your scholars, your your, uh, sorcery as well. D8, there you go. It doesn't matter. So you get one one fact. Giving a woman a amulet containing the testicles of an animal is a marriage proposal in this culture. Oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you're sort of brushing yourself off and walking away <laughs> and she stops for a second comes back slaps you across the face and then walks away again it's worth it so that could have gone worse <laughs> yeah making friends I like that um so uh that's I'm gonna call unseen there so uh you were rude you were greedy and you were scholarly uh, so each of you mark a one re-roll down on your... A cerebral, I'm sorry. But I sort of feel like they're similar things. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, um, you had an intent to go to the whorehouse. <clears throat> Does any, did anyone else have an intent that would conflict with that? Um, but the question is, do you have gold? Perhaps you need to get some gold first. We should get gold. Because they don't take compliments. No. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> well, you could always get some gold at the Royal Treasury. 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 <laughs> Doesn't have any treasure, but, you know. Hmm, Royal Treasury, eh? That's been mentioned. <laughs> I know nothing about that. <laughs> I hear it's totally safe that you give away money and compliments. <laughs> does anyone else want to say it? There's been a lot of inflation of compliments does, does lately. It, so you actually have a head, you actually are a master of booty, so you could probably roll that as well to lore on that. Aha! One fact. The royal treasury. Treasury. Treasury <laughs> is where they keep all of the money the government has stolen. Because they're bastards. Bunch of bastards. They don't mint it there. They just, you know, take it. So the treasure is filled with stolen gold. Mmm. Mmm. And I'm gonna use my little explorer. Uh, you can't use the explorer to make a laurel. Oh, okay. So you it's sorcerer. To, yeah, yeah sorcerer. And, and if you have another uh, attribute that is uh, appropriate. Gotcha. But you could you gotcha, gotcha, maybe, gotcha. like, scout out the place using it at some point? Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to actually <clears throat> oh, that's, taste the that's joint. what my... That's oh, yeah. my intention is to. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, yeah. so so the next scene is you guys at the Royal Treasury. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I have um, need gold so hookers. <laughs> there are guards out front guarding the Royal Treasury who would probably not take kindly 
to you casing the place. So we're going to say they have, they are, there are two guards with a D6 in guarding. So this is going to be a danger, this is going to actually be a competing conflict where the competition is, they're trying to spot you by being guards, and you are trying to not be spotted and to scout out the treasury. Is that adequate? Six. Twelve. Boston. Balls. So you succeed with eight, ten, three additional successes. Okay. There is a conveniently placed sewer grate outside by which an individual could enter. Hmm, that um, is convenient. It is convenient. Mm-hmm. One of the guards has a urinary infection and is distracting himself <laughs> and all the other guards by complaining about it. <laughs> Yes, Paul, we all know. <laughs> Why don't you narrate, uh, see if you can narrate yourself a bonus to some future action. And, just for variety. Uh, you know, I'm starting, just looking around here, I can tell there are certain features of, you know, the, the architecture and the way things put together that I think could be, you know, useful if I ever, for for the sake of, you know, trying to figure out where I might want to, like, escape the tent. Kind of thing. So, like, so you, 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 you've pl- you've there's a, a plus one to yeah to, to 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 getting your ass out of there. Right, because you know it's parkour clearly, friendly. It's yeah, parkour friendly like, like that. A pattern to the architecture and stuff <laughs> in these places. There there are places you nooks cranny is jumping places. You know, alcoves, alcoves, the alcoves. What I said conveniently placed to gargoyles. Exactly. Yes. Ugh. And the Wayne Foundation just kept donating these gargoyles to places. It's very convenient. <laughs> Why don't you write down plus one to uh, to escape using hiding and or parkour? So that, there's that. So they're distracted guards. It hurts when I pee. He says in a language that only you understand. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you understand it too. Yeah, nobody's talked to me in it yet. <laughs> Um, and all the other guys are like, ah, uh, so you all sneak, lift up the grate and sneak in, or is it just going to be one of you, or is it going to be all of you? I'm totally sneaking in. I will not join. letting anybody else touch booty if I'm not there. I'll join them. Perhaps there are mm. some things of magical worth as well. Seems like a good kind of place for me to navigate through. In fact, you could roll some lore about the. Uh, Oh, you already did roll lore. Uh, I rolled one. However, you splashed down into a sewer. Ready? You would like to roll lore about the sewers underneath Lion's Head. What's going on about I'm good at this. Eight. Oh, watch out. Three things. I, I've got a four. Do you want to go first? Or why, why don't you go first? Oh. Okay. The sewers are known to harbor terrible beasts. Some say they're alligators. Some say rats. Some say a hybrid. (laughs) (laughs) Randiles. Some say ninjas that are in the form of turtles. (laughs) Those are crazy stories. Um, The sewers are cats. (laughs) They're not cats. The sewers are spacious. They were originally used as scapegoat routes from the uh, palace... And the royal treasury was the original palace. The palace since the palace since moved because they were able to expand, but because it was already fortified, they wanted to keep it as the treasury. 
Interesting. What is your lore? Homeless people live in these sewers, which... Yeah. Homeless people live in the sewers and battle the ratadiles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, do you want to make a lore roll about the sewers? I do you think, want to have another I facts? think so. What? No. I counted three things oh, you okay. said. I'm keeping track. I, I believe you. You could also roll for uh, navigation. There. Um, there's a six. Tell me two stories about the sewers. Two stories? A uh, legend holds holds amongst the locals that there is a homeless king somewhere in the middle of the sewers who uh, wears the skin of a ratadile um, and is lives a, according to their ways. Is it a glorious <laughs> thing to be the homeless king? It is. <laughs> um, and uh, that's actually two things because oh, you've, you've introduced right. the king and tell, told us something about the king. Great. <laughs> All right then. So, do you seek the entrance to the treasury, the king, or the ratadiles? I don't think we're going down there for the king. Are we? Maybe we are. Perhaps only the king. In fact, I'm going to introduce the fact myself that only the king knows the secret entrance. <gasps> yeah, otherwise all the treasury would be in there. Yeah, we must it's the true. King, then. <laughs> How terrible. We must see the king. Oh, hello. Are you going to see the king? I'm going to ask a homeless person. Hey, you ugly homeless person. Um, <laughs> the I, I'm going to say that, that this is going to be an explorer role. Okay. And the explorer is uh, the the uh, this is going to be a dangerous action because you might, you might catch something <laughs> <laughs> injury you gonorrhea <laughs> you caught homeless if you had a home oh, no it, it's gone it's okay I'm a pirate without a ship mm. is it D eight right yeah hey the homelesses <laughs> you guys know where the homeless king is. <laughs> And evidently you speak the language, so that's one success. Uh, <laughs> do you want to dictate two other things before we actually have this conversation? Or you want to have the sure, conversation yeah. first? Um, the homeless king loves people with badass monikers. <laughs> and <laughs> he um, himself is only a badass moniker. <laughs> and that's like a spell like you can invoke your badass moniker later <laughs> to gain a bonus with the king. <laughs> I bet that wasn't a lore roll. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you yeah. saved it for a lore roll. <laughs> Alas. Maybe I'll use that later. Um, his ratadile pelt is impervious to harm. <laughs> I like it. Mm. I like it. And you see, our king keeps strange hours. He only... Sits on his throne and accepts audience between nine in the morning and five in the afternoon. Oh, God! It's horrible! <laughs> He's the strangest hobo we've ever met. What time is it right now? I don't know. I'm homeless living in a sewer. <laughs> you don't have a sundown? Probably about 11. <laughs> There's no sundown here. Just this... Just this... <laughs> Belching swamp gas, which I have lit on fire. <laughs> oh. Inconvenient. It's even more inconvenient when the tunnel fills with carbon monoxide. 
<laughs> I had the funniest dreams then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't intend for this to go gonzo but I have no problem with it <laughs> so um but if you want to see him he's that way beware the rat does he require tribute I ask him no ask the rat I will just eat you <laughs> oh, also you don't speak my language I I'm trying to fork my question through another party member. Do you require tribute? Do I require tribute? Do you have a can of beans? Well, no. <laughs> no, I don't. How about Does a the very homeless nice king require tribute? Oh, the king. No. But he may have you fight one of his ninja turtles. <laughs> I'll take any foolish ninja turtle that crosses me. That is a myth. <laughs> there are no ninja turtles. It's it true. Ridiculous. They are figments of his imagination. But they are dangerous nonetheless. The king is inscrutable. His ways are not the ways of normal men. Interesting. <laughs> or turtles. Or reptiles. <laughs> or hobos. I really just want to catch a ratadile and put it in a sphere so that I can use it to battle other creatures. <laughs> do you remember the hobo planet from Eagleheart? Yes. <laughs> I do remember. We're good. Eagleheart is great. Um, so, uh, do you go to see the, uh, the homeless king? We do. I'm bearing a sack of my finest compliments. <laughs> um, there is a extraordinarily tall, extraordinarily thin man wearing what you can only assume is a ratadile pelt, uh, sitting on a throne made of bones. Hmm. I'm gonna find out about that there bone throne. Bone throne. Bone throne. Bone throne. Don't know a thing about that bone throne. What the? F- what? What? <laughs> what? Was that? Oh, Why am I so good at? This lore? is my third lore failure. <laughs> the homeless king stole that bone throne he from the real it. king. He stole it. He stole it. He you ran want to tell off me something it. about this. I'm using my anthropology. That's true. I'll take people and cultures for 800, Alex. Six. Two things. Not only did he steal it from the real king, it's a throne that's been passed down and used for 25 generations of kings. And the bones are from the now extinct group of Ninja Turtles. <laughs> You were right, they, they, they're not real anymore. Oh. Um, so you come for an audience with the king. He says in whatever the hell language you guys actually speak. Oh thank god. <laughs> I know, it's inconvenient when you're traveling and you don't speak the local language and you have to find someone who speaks the... We try to make things easier down here. I appreciate we require entrance to the royal vaults. The, the treasure, you say? Yes, the treasure. <laughs> and 
a guide. For entrance to the treasure, you must best my ninja turtle in a wrestling match or a ninja fight, whichever you prefer. But with the wrestling match, they're ninjas. I will fight them as they are ninjas and prove that I am worthy of this gift. You going to fight the ninjas in a ninja fight? Indeed. That seems foolish, but... But perhaps if I best them and you think it impossible, why not raise the stakes? I will act as your guide if you succeed. Just this once and don't tell anyone. (laughs) Um, Tell me a little bit about my injury and how that impacts my further rolling. Um, If you do anything, you have to either describe how it doesn't affect you, Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you don't take the minus two, but you continue to have the injury, or you take the minus two, and you, you describe how the injury hinders you, but then the injury goes away. I must declare this before the roll. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Prepare yourself. And then he sits up, stands up from the throne, kind of pokes him a little, and the throne stands up. <laughs> <laughs> And this big shambling mass of bone uh, goes ching, and a couple of sighs come out. Remember that time I rolled lore for that throne? Yeah. <laughs> um, does anyone want to know anything about Ninja yes. Turtles? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I should slow down a bit. <laughs> but I'm going to roll anyways. Actually, I need a D6. All right. Not Back to statistics. Not I don't think that's anthropology. <clears throat> Sure it is. <laughs> the legends of the Ninja the Turtles? Legends of the Ancient Experience. Oh, I also need those. I'll use those in a second. Uh, so Tell me two things about... Ninja the, Turtles the... are weak against pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, traditionally, rulers have tests of when, a, um, when they bargain or have challengers. They have tests of intelligence that are disguised as feats of uh, tests of strength or combat skills. So instead of great feats of strength, you'd have a great strength of feet? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to make a roll about uh, animated Ninja Turtle skeleton that thrones? That sounds like exactly the thing I would like to know about. I think you get two dice for this. Because it's demonology. Sure there's demonology involved. That sounds likely. <laughs> you, if you make a lore roll, you might actually want to do this so that you can cast a spell. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I let's explore the mechanics of this game. <laughs> Though I am cursed, the curse pertains to the physical. That, yeah, you can't put that on the lore roll. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so that's just you can't totally just take the minus two on the lore roll. Yeah, you, you, you will. You you'll, you'll either take it or not on your test, regardless of what okay. that is. It's not just the physical. However, you have three things to say All right. about a animated Ninja Turtle bone throne. Animated Ninja Turtle bone thrones. Um, are, as we said before weak to pizza and because there is a race of beasts and demon out there that look surprisingly like a pizza (laughs) and I, being a demonologist can summon them I will be able to use this to get taken advantage over these Ninja Turtle Bone Thrones. Additionally, 
the magics that keep them together are bound from bone to bone. Separating... Hmm? Separating the bones will break down the magic permanently. Alright, that's three things. So now... Why don't you do you want to do you want to wrestle it or conjure a demon? I will conjure a terrible pizza beast, which looks an awful lot like a pizza, but is in I fact think more like Pizza the Hut. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of a pizza with like gangly arms and legs, with vertical. Like, hey guys, I'm a pizza. See, I'm just thinking a pizza box with googly eyes taped on. <laughs> oh, just it's not, not like moving. Pizza shaped bad guy from those old. Pizza commercials with the pizza slicing yes! superhero. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um... I conjure a bubbling, horrible mound of pizza. <laughs> uh, Ninja Turtle has a D10 and ninja ing. Uh, I have a D12 in pizza summoning, and a D10 in demon. Now, question. Uh-huh. Is your curse hindering you? If not... The curse. If, if so, explain how. If not, explain how. The curse pertains to all things of chance, and there are no things more chancy than summoning a demon to your will. Hmm, I see. I don't suspect I'll have a hard time summoning it. But you may not be able to control it. You feel your control slipping. Yes. As you summon the demon. Alright, go. Eight. Got a ten. Eight. (laughs) Alright. Well, you are attacking me, and I am merely summoning a beast. Uh, so... The okay, so here's what happens: you successfully summon the demon. Uh, so you 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 eliminate that injury. However, um, you are stabbed with the sigh. That you know, what sort of wound would you have sustained from that? Is which one is the sigh? Oh, that's the uh, pronged thing. Three pronged thing, yeah. Well, which is good for disarming and stabbing. I am stabbed in the stomach over here to, okay. to one side. And the gut wound. It's a nasty. Gut wound. It's it's not good. I'll be able to move on, but it will be painful. So here's so here's what happens here. Um, you conjure the pizza demon. The pizza demon is were you intending for the pizza demon to scare the creature? I was hoping that the creature would attempt to eat the pizza demon, not knowing that pizza demons have ever-regenerating pizza flesh. Oh, uh, would, would locked... separate the bones, and then it would... Fall. So that's exactly what happens. Mm. So you succeed in... You succeed in... Um, uh, the, the monster gets locked into a contest with this thing, and eventually gets so filled with pizza <laughs> that it... It collapses back and folds back into a chair, except with all sorts of pizza. <laughs> and the demon goes ah! and explodes into a puff of pepperoni smelling <laughs> smoke. <laughs> um, so uh, you have uh, eliminated the the pizza, and uh, and you have been injured in the contest. Very interesting pizza. I never would have thought. Not everyone knows of the terrible Darmachi. Darmachi? That is their... That, that is that particular variety of demon. Eh, fine, whatever. Let's get you into the damn treasure. 
Do you have something, perhaps a salve, that I could use? If I rubbed anything down here on you, it would only make it worse. (laughs) I believe you. (laughs) There may be a lot of things, but a doctor is not one of them. Door's right over there. Oh, you're gonna make an anthropology thing. I'm gonna well, think about this. Is this is? I think this is unseen. Unseen. Yeah. Right. Um. So was anyone? Were you rude? Yeah, I was. I was rude to the homeless people. You were rude to the homeless person, you but I, I already. I, I didn't was because I didn't. You kept pushing for more, more and, and more. I knew through. the weaknesses. You knew the weaknesses. Good. All right. Uh, everyone, mark down another reroll. Who's a what's your thing, Majig? Do, do these pile up or? Oh, they... totally. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Um, so after much trial and tribulation, you open the trapdoor and, you know, boost yourself up into... And now you can roll lore and tell me what's there. Alright. Inside the treasure Building, I should say. Alright, now that we are inside... <laughs> I got a four. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna re-roll this. <laughs> do I re-roll one die? Both. Both. Good. Good. <laughs> what did you get? Oh, you need the other die. Uh, I got a six. Did you want to make a lore roll as well? Mm-hmm. And also navigation. Navigation. Seven. Okay, that is an eight and a eight. six, so an eight. An eight. Um, who wants to go first? <laughs> Mr. Always Rolls a Four? <laughs> I like these dice roll high. I like them. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, Tell me two things. All right. It's two, right? Yes. Yes. So, the trap door goes directly to the main vault. <laughs> because that was the throne room. It's been repurposed as such. And all the gold is missing. Instead, it is... Oh, I guess I can't say a third thing. No. Who wants to say a third thing? Um, the gold is missing because they are uh, transitioning to a new... Uh, a new electronic banking system. <laughs> <laughs> They've recently discovered electrons, and they're trying to fit gold into them. <laughs> it's not going um, very well. <laughs> and so... Um, all of the gold has been, you know, repurposed for other things, like chairs and toilets and <laughs> weapons. Uh, and, let's see. And I know the sorcery that can extract the gold from the electronic banking system. <laughs> nice. So really what you need is you have the pin code to the ATM. Exactly. <laughs> you have to find the ATM. <laughs> so uh, I think you may have one more. I think I do. Um Uh Oh, sorry, I actually thought you were I thought you were out. No no no. That's good. We're I didn't bowling off interrupt. each other. Yeah, that's all. fine. It's uh, okay to alternate. And uh Let's say that... Let's see, you said we went directly into the main vault where it's all empty now. Um, <clears throat> and it's electronic now, and... 
We have the means to extract it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the guards have a really good union and so are still defending the empty room. <gasps> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, as it turns out, the... <laughs> The guard captain, who does not have a urinary tract infection, sees you. Intruders! Guards! Eric the Headsman! I like that! (laughs) That's the king. (laughs) 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 Who dares invade the... Vault we have been contractually obliged to guard for the past 17 decades. As per the union contract negotiated in the year 853. You guys personally? Well, it's become sort of a hereditary position. Uh, When there are insufficient members, we uh, go through a strict hiring process involving an aptitude test, etc., 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 but I'm not here to describe what I'm here to do. <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> I'm not here to describe the workings of my job. I am here to make sure that no intruders steal the gold. But we obviously cannot steal what is not here. Not with us here, you can't. Get them! <laughs> and then uh, several guards rush forward. And get them. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, the thing is that the guards aren't actually armed because, um, the, uh, they were only entitled to one, uh, they, they only had a finite, uh, weapons purchasing budget set in the contract of 853. And, uh, that was decades ago. <laughs> and no outside weapons, obviously. No. And they've no. probably got to have somebody there to, like, manage while the other people fight. <laughs> so they're just, they're just going to try to. It's called Bull a rush you and shove you back down the uh, uh, the thing. Um, I, the, you know, so so they're trying to get to you. Um, there is an exit if you guys would like to. How many of them are there? There's four. Of four. Them. Plus the guard captain who is not messing with you yet. I want to try and behead them. So you're gonna you're gonna make this a a physical fighting contest. The rest of you can make this a race to the door contest if you so desire. I that sounds like a great plan. I, as a skirmisher at heart, would like to attempt to separate them from their limbs. Alright, so the two of you will fight each fight two and the guard captain will chase you to the door. Okay, uh, for running, what would I be? Uh, that is Explorer. Okay. Yeah. Anything it's, that you could make an argument with not Crump and Gits. Dexon. Each of you will be fighting two guards. But they're unarmed, and I have a steel blade. Okay. <laughs> Thus I have an advantage. Did you narrate that in? No. Then you don't. Yeah, six for me. Okay. I didn't know they were guards by the time I said anything. Yeah, six over here, and a three over here. Alright. So what did you get? A ten. A ten. That's so, uh, uh, so we'll, we'll 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 get to this in a second. Yeah. And then you, the head guard, is very good at this. He's got a D ten, in apprehending f- criminals. <laughs> so did you roll? Criminals. Yes, six. six. 
Six. Interesting. In a competition, the one acting most directly, as a tie, the one acting most directly wins. Uh, that would be him. So we'll resolve that in a second. So what did you get? I got a three. You, you, oh, you got a three? Yes, I did. However, you are acting most... Tri- no, you, you, you each get what you want. You you succeed in... You succeed in, in... What did you say you wanted to do? Separating them from their limbs. You, you separate one from his limbs. The other one bull rushes you. Down the... Down the, the thing. Sword. You, on the other hand, did what? I got a ten. Uh, okay. So you succeed with, like, two extra. Yeah, and with... So, my so, success is that I behead one of them? Right? You, you, you behead one of them, now you can prevent them from bull rushing you and take the other one out. Yeah, that was actually what I was going to do. Done. Save myself and behead the other one. <laughs> uh, um, so you are bull rushed back... Hello. A homeless guy. You land on a homeless guy. Hey, you're on me. Get off of me. <laughs> You're on me. You are beneath me, and therefore <laughs> on me. Hey. And I hey, hey. stand up and push him away. I'm disgusted. You feel a hand on top of your shoulder pushing. Oh no! It's a sandwich! <laughs> it's a wizard sandwich. So, um, when we last left our intrepid adventures, you were. In a hole. In a hole, and so you were pushing down on a, on a poor. Homeless hobo. And the guard was pushing down no, on me. There wasn't a guard. Oh, there was a hand. Yeah, well, there's something. Okay. You look up and there is a, um, a ratadile. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> pushing down on you. Um, meanwhile, you have been appreh- apprehended by the guard captain. Unfortunately, I'm very ticklish, so it's doubly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and you have just cut your way through a bunch of guards. You're standing there <laughs> watching the guard captain drag uh, the scholar out through a door. Shit! So first of all, let's see. It goes... It drools a little on you. Oh, it's drooling into my wounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Kill it. Oh, kill it quick. I am attempting I will attempt to swing my sword across its face and cut it but I will not be able to use my skirmishing abilities very well right now I do not have free movement you do not have free movement um, is the wound is the wound impeding your I I don't think it's it hurts and Normally, it would not impede my movement, but the problem is that the ratadile's horrible saliva dripping into my wound distracts me. So, ratadile has a D8 in ratadiling. Oh, shit. I've got a D8 minus two. like you. Oh, fuck. One! Eight. So, six. Indeed. So, you have a success plus uh, two other successes, one of which can be the ratadile doesn't ratadile you. Mm-hmm. One of them is the ratadile does not ratadile me. <laughs> one of them is that I do the thing where I cut it across its so jaw. You, you get that. Oh, I get yeah, that automatically. Okay, so I cut it across its jaw. You do not ratadile, it does not ratadile you. Mm-hmm. And what is your last one? 
Ratadiles have naturally very loose skin. And because of this, a ratadile head that has separated its neck or its body from its head yeah. with my scimitar. You have. And its skin is very loose, meaning that the skin naturally tends to just fall off a head if it is plucked at. Mm-hmm. So um, would you like to have a <laughs> would you like to have a skin of a ratadile? Ratadile head. A ratadile head. Oh I see. You the rest is impractical to skin yourself. That's so I remove the skull from the head. <laughs> It's that weird hybrid thing, you know, it's just it's not quite put together right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little off. <laughs> it's an off. It's odd. They're also diseased, which is one of the reasons why it comes off so easily. They're just not healthy creatures. I'm picturing, like, like <clears throat> the insides of a crocodile with a rat skin just over it. <laughs> it's horrible. If you look closer, it's just PJs. <laughs> Someone is fashioning PJs for those crocodiles. <laughs> it's the homelessness. <laughs> the homelessness. <laughs> Yeah. It's the home. Um, meanwhile, it's uh, not homeless. Yeah, so you wouldn't say Chinese's. <laughs> You're being dragged down a long hallway. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm struggling and laughing. And laughing? Who said? You're ticklish. Said ticklish. Oh, why? Why are you laughing? Because you're holding me in a way that's. Very ticklish. I'm sorry. I can't control it. I don't think I'm comfortable with this. Here, go in there. This is a this is the room that passes for our holding cell. And he throws you into the room and pulls the door shut. Uh, it actually looks like uh, it's actually like a, a like, it's got it's a room that's got like like a the cordon like one of those like goes back and forth and then the ATM machine is right there. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, you saw him get dragged down a hallway. I want to follow the captain. Ah, this is dangerous because you might get lost. Oh, so I explore my way to catch the captain. Give me back my star. And declare a fact. About the interior as a whole, right? No, about, well, he succeeds about and then he can say a thing that about anything that he wants mm-hmm. about you. I... Can you only kill an NPC in combat? Yes. You can't just knock out an NPC with a success on a dangerous task. Okay. I wasn't sure. Um... The also, Dark Captain, Captain is a major NPC, so you can only harm him, not take him out. Oh, he's a major NPC. I had to make one. Okay. Uh, well, you were fighting the Hobo King. <laughs> the Guard Captain has gone to the bathroom. That's good for me. It's going around. <laughs> Somehow. That, that is weird. I'm not sure how you can catch a urinary confession from someone else. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. Um, so... That's Karen. <laughs> so, um, all right. So you are locked in a room with an ATM. Who said that? Who declared that they had the ATM codes? That's me. And you are without a room with an ATM, but just slightly. Yes. And you could just role play this any way you like. Hey, are you in that room? I am in a room. Are you in the room that's in front of me? Yes. I think so. <laughs> Can you pick the lock, or do I need to kick the door down? I'd kick it down. 
Karate kick. Kaboom! <laughs> First off, it's I kick the door, and it embeds itself in the concrete wall <laughs> on the other side, or probably the hewn stone wall. Um. All right. So that was the success and one. And success. You get four. Oh, yeah, but I'm just and- I'm just going to waste one because it's cool. Um. Maybe a plus one to intimidate the guard because of your door-kicking prowess. Yeah. A guard sees me and starts spreading the word about what a badass I am. So, right next to the ATM is the hole in the wall that reconstitutes the gold from the places where it's been used as building materials and whatnot. Yeah, that's it. All right. Hey. Beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Gold is heavy. My dick's heavy. Ah! <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it falls through the floor. <laughs> what? And lands in the sewer near you. A giant brick of gold has just fallen through the ceiling. Which is collapsing. I cast aside my bloody uh, <laughs> prize for a much better one. <laughs> Upon seeing this gold, can I make a lore roll? You can make a lore roll. Not using that d20, though. You're not making a greed roll? Not using an opposite greed roll to take that money. That don't work. I want this money. Tell me about gold. I know some stuff about gold. Yeah, tell me three things about gold. Alright. The gold is so heavy because it is ultra-dense gold. That's why it was able to just crash through. You see, the ATM it was in is an ultra-dense solid block of obsidian with nine number keys attached to it. And that was able to magically keep the gold aloft to a degree. It's too heavy for a human to lift even a single bar of it. But... That's three things. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Would anyone else like to make a lore roll about gold? Giant, ultra-dense gold block. Six. Two things. Okay. Um, you can make the gold lighter by removing extra neutrons. <laughs> and you have a spell that does that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Make your okay. Here's the thing. Um, this is a dangerous thing that you were going to use sorcery for. Some stripping neutrons off of things. Yes, and if you fail, you irradiate yourself, and that is your that is your injury. Okay. <laughs> Radiation. <laughs> yep. I like it. Okay. Uh, we went cursed, stabbed. <laughs> Why not irradiate it? So I just roll sorcerer? Yeah. Alright. Four. Just made it. Whee! So, um, you watch the gold begin to glow, and it starts to rise up. You're gonna be left behind. (laughs) I attempt to jump onto the top of the gold pile. Don't fall now. Roll some explorer. Shit. Unfortunately, my stab wound is terrible and grievous. 
<laughs> you can't possibly succeed at this role. <laughs> if, you, if you invoke the wound. I do. Because <laughs> I can't possibly succeed at this role anyway. <laughs> but you're right. You might as well, you might as well expect the yeah. wound. Go ahead. Oh, no. <laughs> there, no! there was no reason for me to believe it would come up as a four. You know what? I'll let you jump onto it. But it's still shedding neutrons, and so you're now irradiated. That's sure. your failure condition. I was cursed, then I... Your hair is falling out, you're slightly nauseous. I like this. See, I got cursed, and to get rid of the curse, I got stabbed. And to get rid of my stab, I got irradiated. <laughs> I see how this is going. So this block thing is rising up through the hole in the floor. Uh, he's sitting on... He's sort of sprawled on top of it. It's going to keep going up. So this is very buoyant gold. No, it is expanding rapidly. Mm. To its natural size that it should be. I see. It's going to get big. Like, bigger than this place. I'm going to try and get on top of that, too. Alright. It's also explorer? Yep. It's... Five. Enough. Yeah. I want to try and grab just, like, a piece of it. <laughs> you, you could just actually it's not it's it, you can actually start to see it's now made up of small little gold like bars and you can kind of pull one gold bar off and it's like growing inside a normal gold bar size in your hand yeah alright you're just standing there like bye guys because it smashes up through the ceiling <laughs> shit <laughs> um, as you guys ride it up uh, and it smashes through the top of the the thing and then the the gold the gold bars just sort of like sort of roll off, and there's just a big pile of gold bars sitting on top of the top of the treasure. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and so you're all standing up there, and there's all guards mulling around the bottom, like look, look, look. They're stealing the gold. Meanwhile, you just I assume walk out. Yeah. Nonchalantly. So you guys are up on top of the roof of the treasure with a bunch of gold. Hmm. I don't think I can make a lore roll here. Nope. Nope. Uh, we surrender if you can get to us. I want to yell at the guards. I say, I'm Eric the Headsman, <laughs> and I'll kill you all if you make one move that isn't away from me. In that direction. They're like, oh, okay. And they, they sort of wander around the other... <laughs> they sort of give you some space. <laughs> Would you like to try to parkour your way down the side of the treasure? Um, <laughs> it's as if you have a plus one to that yeah, or something. Yeah, it's, it's almost like that. Um, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Oh, wait, hold on a second. This is an opposed roll by the guards who are doing guard things. Alright, and I also need my uh, D10. Where's my D10? I can count it. Is that navigation? Yeah. yeah. So, eight. So, nine. Nine. Not that it matters much. The highest they can roll is a six, of which they do twice. Mm-hmm. So, you succeed with one extra success. Okay. Um, I think my success is that I'm holding on to a little bit of gold in my arm as I go down. I got some golds with me. Delicious golds. Bounce, bounce, bounce. I am all the gold! Bounce, 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 bounce. Okay. You have golds. What are you doing? I hold out the medallion that I stole. 
And they're all cursed! <laughs> or you attempt to curse them all. <clears throat> I declare those who do not help me down will be forced to receive this medallion. <laughs> That's a sorcery check. <laughs> Seems legit. Demonology, maybe? No. No. I guess not. Merely a cult. It's a five. Let's see. Hold on. One of them makes the sign of the evil eye. (laughs) (laughs) Which deflects the curse. For those of you at home, Dave is giving me the double deuce. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, the only thing powerful enough to stop the curse. (laughs) And, uh... Um... So... I throw testicles at them. (laughs) <laughs> you're blown back off the top of the <laughs> treasure oh. and roll down on a on a sliding pile of gold and bruised to your injured condition. oh bruised and <laughs> irradiated this is a tragedy <laughs> <laughs> a tragedy if you will um <clears throat> however he rolls right next to you on his roller coaster of of falling gold bricks <laughs> Lies there with his his testicles in one hand <laughs> and his testicles in the other hand. <laughs> I'd say where he was bruised. <laughs> I want to take your testicles. Well, I was hoping for that, but no, not those. Oh, okay. Well, then you can have these. No, not that. No. So roll explorer <laughs> and roll explorer to oppose. Because you're exploring his body. Would you like to explain how either of your injured conditions... Yes. My bruised balls allow me to be easier able to give up my other balls. I'm clutching them too tightly. It's a three. Crash. Next he's a one. Huh? What? Uh, what did you get? Oh, yes. A yes, seven? it's merely seven. a win. So you win with three successes. Are you going to bruise my balls again? <laughs> you seize the you I seize the charm. Take the charm. And three things. Well, we're not really officially a party yet. You could taunt him. You could kick him. You could <laughs> demand lifetime service. All sorts of things. You I do have my... get that. You, you got me by the short hairs. <laughs> All of this ball humor. <laughs> um, you don't have to declare yeah, I, d- I don't have any declarations. Yeah. I really just felt like... You, you can just punch a bunch of NPCs. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay, you punch wanna, a bunch of NPCs. I just want to wave them at the guards and be like, You got a spell! He's like, he tries to bring up his defense. He's like, ah! He flies backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to make Do you want to make a lore roll about the evil eye? Oh yeah. Um, all right. Make, make a lore roll. You actually have to roll. I think yes. you probably bring anthropology in here. I think so. <laughs> um. All right. Oh, I don't know very much about war. Wow, well, did you, you double want that? Yep. Do you want to use your one of your rerolls? You do have some rerolls. Yeah, actually, I think I do. Yeah, that could I be cool. Both this. of them. Both yeah. of them. Sweet. Five. Better than one. 
One fact. Alright. About the evil eye. The evil eye isn't just like a curse. It's invoking the power it's it's awakening a local demonic entity from its slumber to do whatever you desire upon. So you're directing that thing's rage. Mm. So, I'm going to put this as a one instead of just trying to... There you go. Right. <laughs> so I think we've probably seen that. Yeah. Does anyone act in accordance with their who's a what's been doing things? You were greedy. You were rude. Were you, were you cerebral? I'm not sure. I don't. I sort of don't feel like don't there was that I much was. cerebral in that thing. You'll have plenty of time to be cerebral in the whorehouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now that we've got Which I think is probably the next scene, and perhaps even the last, depending on how long it runs. The, the climax, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> <laughs> you could put it that way. <laughs> so, alright, you arrive at, what's the name of the whorehouse? The Palace of Flesh. The Palace also, of Flesh. Also, what's our evil cult again? What are, uh, the what's cult of Darmok. 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 Antonagra. Right. Anyway, back to the task at hand. You are now at the brothel. There is... What's the reverse of a eunuch? Someone who has two... A dunic? Four testicles? Like a, like, a, like a woman who has had her sexual organs removed. That's not the reverse. George Washington that song by Brad Neely. <laughs> yeah. What? Washington. Washington. Yeah. Uh, I heard that motherfucker had like 30 goddamn... <laughs> Yes. So there, there's a there's a femme eunuch at the guarding the door. Hmm. <laughs> Look, somehow <laughs> she eats a lot of goat testicles. Sure. Okay. To get that big beefy look. <laughs> Why not? Her name is Beth Phoenix. <laughs> or China. <laughs> That's mean and not true. Um. What do you want? We were looking to meet some beautiful women. For Snoo Snoo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not familiar. You know, Snoo Snoo. Punching? Snoo Snoo. Clapping hands? Anthology. You're going to have to be a lot more specific. (laughs) Perhaps a demonstration is in order. Six. Two things about Snoo Snoo. She's talking about sex. (laughs) <laughs> two. And then you get two facts. <laughs> it begins with the petite This woman. kind of a woman will require a gentleman's touch. Fine. She. She's very experienced. Mm. And you can't just sweet talk her. She knows it all. She's. You're gonna have to do something special to get past her. Hmm. And second thing, um, <laughs> this is explorer, or this is lore. Uh, yeah, this is this is lore. Oh. I just had an idea. So perhaps you, you know, go first. I didn't. I did not roll a four. Oh, strangely <laughs> enough, perhaps you know some <laughs> secret magical technique. Yes. See. Um. <clears throat> I'm gonna roll up as well. But the path thinking. That the only way to defeat a female eunuch is when they meet a male eunuch. And it's like, it's matter and anti-matter. Right? So we had to find one to get past. Alright. I got a nine. 
on my lore for I assume the palace at large? No, the brothel and this particular No, no, it would have to be this particular this particular eunuch. Okay, this particular woman. <laughs> my lore about this one woman. I don't think I know which she's new. Or femunic sourceness. Mm. <laughs> the reason they cancel is because not because they have a disagreement and have a fight to the death. They are magically rem- they have their uh, their parts magically removed. When in the presence of another person who has them magically removed, the two people literally become one. So they're like And that is how you get a priestess of the temple of, of Darmok. Beautiful. <laughs> I wanna say every uh, yeah. Who I like, guess are hermaphrodites? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, I guess... No so is it like a deal where, where like, every eunuch and a femme eunuch has, like, a femme eunuch pair? And yes. They're, like, quantum, They're done at the same quantum time. Quantum entanglement yeah. of... Of <laughs> yeah. Spooky <laughs> action in <laughs> Yes. Oh. Beautiful. <laughs> we need to find that eunuch. Yeah. Give us a moment. <laughs> Explorer to go unit hunting. Anyone wants to do it. And the danger I will explore to go unit. You will run into a second femunic. <gasps> <gasps> oh no, it's pretty dangerous. And then we'll have to find another eunuch. You know what? I bet I can justify anthropology with knowing where a eunuch might hang out in this culture. Could I? Sure. Mm-hmm. But you want to roll explorer too. Yeah. Five. You find a eunuch. He is guarding something. I guess a shop. <laughs> All right. Um. What do you want? I got this. Hey, eunuch. No. Uh? Your face is ugly. Hey. <laughs> um. This is a competition. It catches you if uh if you fail. What I'm trying to do here is kite him back to the brothel. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, and if you fail, he catches you. He's got a D10 in uniquing. He's a very good unique. He's a high level eunuch. <laughs> yeah, watch out for those high I level units. I want to units. leap around and swing on ropes and be like, what you And then, like, run on <laughs> things. Conveniently, there happened to be, like, swashbuckling apparatus oh, nearby. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure, I'll give it to you, even though you didn't roll or. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, sorry. It's alright. It's fine. It's funny that way. Eight. Eight. Ooh. You're acting directly. I guess you succeed, but just barely. So, like... He's reaching out to grab you just as he runs. He's like, No! (laughs) You, like, slam into each other. And all of a sudden, there is a 12-foot-tall... Darmok priestess. Darmok priestess standing there. Um, I assume naked, because... Yeah. Sure. Neither, not there's no other set of clothes. clothes and, actually, I was sort of picturing like like she's got like the one's shirt over here and then another shirt like on the bottom. Kind of like a crappy Two Face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lord Darmok summons me. I require an immediate sacrifice. <laughs> Which one of you will satisfy me? Him. I'll satisfy you, all right. <laughs> what is, what you Whatever it is that you are, let me find out about this stuff. 
This might be demonology. It might be. And uh, she aims to she aims to grab and squish you. I aims hmm. <laughs> I don't know any weaknesses about her or anything about her. Should I do a lore first? Yeah, you all could roll lore about Dharma Priestesses at this point. This might be a good thing. I'm gonna re-roll that. I'm gonna need to know a lot about this. <laughs> Two things. Did you get a four? I got a nine. Much better. Dharma priestesses um, in line with uh, the teachings of the cult of Dharma uh, exist to spread fertility and unluckiness. Just like yeah. Dharma. And I use that two things because it's no, let's okay. um, and then the other thing is they have a very poor understanding of worldly affairs because they are you know these new constructs that have the um, and, you know reaction of eunuch and anti-eunuch <laughs> <laughs> though they are s- Physically, as one, their souls are merely entwined. If one knows the proper spells, one can disentwine them. It is a deadly process, and unsurvivable. I know that spell. (laughs) Alright, actually, here's what's going to happen. She actually goes to reach for you and says, No, biggest, strongest man, and reaches for you instead. She's going to attempt to grab and squish you. This is going to be a contest, and then you can have your contest. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Contest of wins. But I'm going to win, because I will. I want to pull out my cutlass and attempt to behead her. It, he, she. It has a d12 in snoo snoo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sword fighting, are we? And a d... Oh, hold on a second. And a... No, that's good enough. Two... Uh. Um, so you you succeed and have two successes one of which can be preventing grabbing and snoo snoo uh, definitely prevent the snoo snoo <laughs> not that and one of the ladies in the palace of flesh sees my supermanly act and she's like so you're going to get a plus one to hit that later on. Exactly. <laughs> plus one to interacting with prostitutes. I like something. it. <clears throat> um, so you succeed in slashing? Is that yeah. what you were trying to do? I I said beheaded, but oh. slashing. You, you can only deal it's a major it's a major character. Okay. You can only deal you can only uh, yeah. So you you give it a nasty gash, like right across the, the collarbone down there. Like you would if it was a normal size you would totally would have beheaded. But it's a priestess of Darmok. And now... I will use my dark magics to unsummon this union. However, the priestess of Darmok naturally has dark magics of her own. Indeed. And in fact, she will use her sorceress power as well as her occult Power of the demon oh my. to resist your spell. 
that's gonna be hard to resist. <laughs> it's gonna be hard Does to your resist. irradiation harm you in any way? <laughs> Not this time. I battle through it. <laughs> so a sorceress contest of physical might. Uh you both succeed you, it, because because it, it it's it's even. Um, and it's how you both succeed. Okay, it's considered. I mean, okay, yeah, sure. So, uh, well, actually, let me what check. They're I want to make sure that. Well, to a degree, I can well, begin to get, unravel her. You could get snoo snoot or something, <laughs> and she could get unraveled. That, uh, I don't I like that. Is. <laughs> you get. I'd rather her be more raveled for that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you get a free injury. That's what you get for winning a fighting contest. So you both get your intent and you get to injure her additionally. Oh, I see. Yeah. And her intent was to survive? Uh, her intent was actually to use her magics to to basically blow the spell back at you. Okay. So you take back you take backwash. Ew. However, Delicious. your intent was to harm her with the spell. Mm-hmm. You get a free harm. That's two additional injuries. Guess what? She's at three. Um... So you see her starting to sort of... You see her body starting to unravel. She mm-hmm. is probably at death's door at this point. Uh, however, there is also a blast of... Um, uh, how does that affect you? How does the blowback affect you? It begins to sever me from the magical realm. It's Ooh. a spell that is dangerous to use as a sorcerer. So you you not only are irradiated, but your magic is damaged. Mm-hmm. I thought he was also bruised, wasn't he? I am he, no longer bruised. He's no longer bruised. He never did. He was very yeah. gentle with my balls. Oh, I remember <laughs> scared. Yes, to yeah. the ball cradling. Um, she's staggering around. Is there something you'd like to do at this point? Is there something you can do at this point? Hmm. I think at this point my character's probably pissing himself in corners. So. <laughs> it's pretty horrifying. Yeah. This is a nightmare. We just take your gold and we just take your gold and slip into the brothel. Yeah, I think that's a great plan. <laughs> And then she is going to, she is going to, in a last-ditch effort, fall on you, and engulf you as a sacrifice to the god. It is worth a d12 for Snoo Snoo, and a d10s for evil occult nastiness. (laughs) Oh, oh my. (laughs) But if you could deal one damage to her, she's dead. But if she deals one damage to me, I'm dead. No, you only have two harm. It's 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 that anyone taken after the third takes oh, you out. Oh, I see. The fourth. Yeah, one. the fourth one takes you out. All right. At least, I, and if if I'm wrong about that, that's the way we're playing it anyway. I don't care. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> so just don't lose by more than more, more than one. So what am I gonna do? So I so don't lose. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to sidestep and cut. All right. An old skirmishing technique. An old skirmishing technique. That makes sense. Roll your skirmish and your... Is your irradiation or your magic severing hindering you at all? The magical se- severing will not affect my skirmishing. No. I am a natural-born warrior. But the nausea and hair loss might. <laughs> the nausea and hair loss... <laughs> You've got to look good much. to skirmish. <laughs> I... <laughs> I have been fighting through it, but I am too nauseated, and the spell took it out of me. And so you vomit while skirmishing. Seven. Um. 
So you are crushed and snoo snood. <laughs> she perishes on top of you. <laughs> but since you are no longer irradiated, you still do not die. <laughs> I'm just gonna put snoo snood. <laughs> no, that's two different conditions. Oh, crushed and snoo snood. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you are crushed and snoo snood. You are inside. Are you just gonna walk inside now that the um, the priestess is is, is no yeah. more? Totally. Resolve that. Uh, so, um, the room is full of ladies. But of what time? What? But of what time? What do you mean? Are they ladies of the noon or morning? Well, it's like ladies of the four o'clock in the afternoon right now, but you'll they'll have to do... They'll be ladies of the night later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Make a lore roll. Tell me what kind of ladies they are. That's you're not idea. here, you're still underneath. Yeah. yeah, I've got a face full <laughs> of something else. <laughs> Strangely satisfying, but... Yeah, apparently. Uh, I got snoo-snood. Uh, did, you, did you roll not a four? What did they die? I rolled a two. I know nothing about whores. <laughs> you can re <laughs> Remarkable, you're a scholar and you know nothing about Actually, you know what? I'm going to re-roll this. I'm going to re-roll it. I'm Is not. there anything else you can roll? You have... You're the king I'm a master of booty. Yeah, that, you need to roll that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? I know all about this booty. Ten. A, a ten. Okay. It was scary. Um, Four things about, about the whorehouse. <laughs> the prostitutes are devoted to... Darmok. There is a awesome treasure of Tarmok hidden somewhere in the whorehouse. <gasps> it, it's just a pile of balls. <laughs> the, it's awesome to them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they get gold all over them. But just... The upholstery in this building lives up to the name Palace of Flesh because it is made from the flayed skins their enemies. But I mean, it's very nice. Oh, of course. Slaneshi, you know? Yeah. Very nice blade skins. And they have an open bar. Is there a, is there a drink minimum? Or I guess we don't have another fact. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all my facts. Alright. Yeah. When I get in there, I'll tell you the minimum. <laughs> so what are your in- what are your intentions in here? What are your goals? I'm here to get the booty. Which kind of booty? All of the All of the above? All of the booties. <laughs> what about you? What's your intention here? Well, uh, my master's thesis is on uh, sex roles in the Darmark fertility cult. So, You're just this here is, to of do course, research. the natural place. I am only doing research here. <laughs> now I'm going to need four women for this research. <laughs> <laughs> I need a sample size. <laughs> Quite oh, a large number. Oh, I understand. We'll get you our largest <laughs> one. <laughs> um, so you, you roll explorer to get all of the booty, and I guess the if 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 you fail, the danger is that actually no, this is a post roll. They're not trying to harm you. The contest is to get your money before you get the booty. Aha! And uh, they are D ten whoring and D six cult of Darmok. Well, I'm going to use my awesome booty skills to evade their 
tight young booties <laughs> while attempting to snatch all the precious booty for myself. <laughs> that sentence was wrong in so many ways. <laughs> all right, two rolling explorer plus booty king. Yes. Seven. Eight. Haha. Uh, does that count your plus one? No. With the ladies? None. Nine. So you not only succeed, but you succeed with an additional fact. They are not able to get all of your gold before you get all of the booty, and... The awesome treasure is... A huge pile of... We'll cut out all the silence when I edit the recording. Okay. <laughs> Including that. Yes, of course. The herbs that they use in their sacred rituals has a really high street value. <laughs> Excellent. Better than gold, which evidently is really common in this town. They make furniture out of it. Yeah. Um, it's hard to find some good herb nowadays in this town. Scholar! Mm-hmm. Do your scholarly things. Alright. <laughs> Do some research. Oh yeah, I'm going to get all the research done. Um... Well, anthropology. Anthropology. <laughs> uh, That's a uh, sorcery. Well, or explorer. You could argue for either one. I think explorer is good. Exploring <laughs> the female body. Mm. Okay. You're interested in exotic scenes and settings. <laughs> Do you want to add navigation in there just for kicks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, I don't think anything else is going to beat a nine. So, oh, I guess that was a d10. Do you want to reroll that d10? Huh? Uh, no, this is a d10. Yeah. Yeah, reroll that. It fell off. It's not a ten. So the nine is the top. Um. So you succeed in learning about slots. Four. <laughs> hey, let's stop horsing. Very different as my horsing. Companions. Oh. <laughs> um, license for that. Sex exactly. workers work. Um. Well, I'd like to declare I do know I do contribute to my thesis very nicely. That's not all you contribute to. Eh, eh, yeah. Eh. Vaginas. Okay. Um, <laughs> and let's see, is that four or three? Uh, you have four. Uh, success plus. Six, eight, two facts. Okay. Um, there's a reason um, that they guard... Not the, that they guard. There's a reason they... Um, well, they guard that herbal stash-like treasure because it's so powerful. Um, and, and what does it do? Um, it can be used to dispo- uh, to control the distribution of luck in an area. Ooh. Interesting. I shove a horrifying corpse off of me. Uh, roll Explorer. You suffocate and die. I'm actually ready to pretty much call this. Yeah, I think yeah. we're I think, that's, I think that's... I think that's... Is everyone satisfied with how that ended up? That yeah. That was fun. Yeah. And... <laughs> The cool thing about this game is that if you want to be more serious and have the very high-flown, old-timey fantasy-slash-horror narration, you can totally do it. But you get an idea of how the game works. Mm. It's just... I I definitely did not mind going completely gonzo tonight. There's a time and a place. I enjoyed the kind of 
Conan, if Conan was written by Monty Python, <laughs> sort of thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Conan yep. and the Search for the Holy Grail. <laughs> well, I enjoyed that as well. <laughs> I like the system, mm-hmm. independent of the things we did with it. It's the hey, tell us, it's players, do my work for me. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not convinced the system is good as a system, but I think if the players have buy-in and throw themselves hurdles, mm-hmm. then it becomes a fun way to tell a story. Yeah, which is really what this is about. Yeah, because I, I think that it does require the players to be attempting to create problems for themselves. Of course, but not so many in one place that they end up on a dungeon crawl. Yeah, which you fortunately did not. You romped all over this city. Yeah. yeah. We hit the highlights. <laughs> I got crushed by a woman. A gigantic, horrifying woman. 